0: We're okay, back. Blake. Another episode of Quick Bites. We are live on Twitter Spaces today. So for those of you that just want the audio and they want it live in,
1: in action,
0: yep. join us there. I think that's where we're going to start hosting the podcast versus Instagram Live. I think that's probably a better
1: place. I agree. Twitter is going to be big. Uh, Twitter is going to be... We're putting a lot of time Elon is
0: crushing it so far. Since he's taken over twitter dude i've seen such a huge change really like
1: did you see did you wildly see a, different do you see that thing where it was like it reported so many new users yes. after he started
0: yep it's like they doubled their users overnight crazy and i think that what whatever button he clicked or turned on or off i feel like i see okay politics Obviously, there's a huge election yesterday. Mm -hmm. The red wave didn't take over like I think some people expected, which means Trump might not run in Mm 2024. Anyways, politics, Twitter, all that stuff. Freedom of speech is a huge thing. Um, Ever since Elon took over, I'm seeing more. And when I say neutral, I'm getting a lot of right-wing tweets and a lot of left-wing stuff. So rather than it being like what I want to see, it's become more of this open freedom of speech platform that I'm getting exposure to both sides, and I think that that's extremely healthy for yes, I the platform.
1: He was on The Spaces today, and he was talking about... Yeah, he was fill like, me in. He was like, he's like, all right, let's say you're in... Oh, what was his analogy? He was like, let's just say you're next to someone in person, and...
0: Sorry, I'm trying to find our questions. Yeah, you're
1: good. I have them too right here. He was like, let's say you're in a room with someone and they're saying something you don't want to hear. You're not going to entertain that conversation. You're not going to make them leave the room, but you're just not going to entertain. He was pretty much, There was a, he had a better analogy, but it was pretty much like they're not going to ban or delete tweets anymore, but they're maybe not going to give, you know, they're not going to promote them or they're not going to put them at the top or the trending. or yeah. So it's like, we're not going to ban or delete anything, but we're not going to promote things that people maybe don't, enjoy seeing
0: i i think there's something to that because the media is so corrupt nowadays and so persuaded by money where with elon if he's able to create this like medium of healthy conversation like you said like if there's two people arguing about something in a room like he's not gonna shut the door in the room but if you're interested you can go listen in yeah i think that's kind of what you're trying to say like yes and just but that's what freedom of speech is.
1: Exactly, he said. He said it's a freedom of reach. Freedom of reach is different than freedom of speech. He was saying that like freedom of speech should be. Anything, and I love can, that he was on a Twitter. Spaces, you should
0: have sent that to me because I would have I been super interested to listen to. It was it. like
1: freedom. Freedom of speech means anything can be said. Freedom of reach means that they prioritize certain things to get out there. <clears throat> like it but no it was literally like warner brothers like forbes like all <laughs> like these all huge the app- no, well it was all like it was a lot of like it was probably a lot of investors there was probably a lot of retail partners like there was a lot of warner brothers like all this stuff like that big were big accounts were listening in the spaces there was a hundred thousand accounts though that were wow. listening and it was like him and there was like a like a there was like top three people on twitter of like you know sp- yeah lead this and that whatever Go
0: like this. But it was funny. He was today. like,
1: "You literally, quote unquote, was like, Yeah, I'm Chief Twit. And it was just funny. He just said that. But, <laughs> Coming um, at you live. Okay, I'm going to restart so. your camera so Why? we can do our actual. Or do you just want to roll from here?
0: Let's roll from here. Yeah. Or what do you want to do?
1: Well, we're just answering the questions. I just want to get too sidetracked.
0: <laughs> okay, too sidetracked. No, 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 no. Um, do you want to ask? Riley. So, what are the pros and cons of investing in precious metals right now? This is like we just had Blake? a pot about this. This is a question. Oh, it is. It is. Coming at you.
1: Um the pros and cons. Should so, we just ask your grandpa? Seriously, we <laughs> my grandpa on the podcast. So my for those of you wondering You should wondering, clip in his audio. What, yeah, for, you, <laughs> for those of you wondering why we're saying that, my grandpa's very bullish on gold and and likes to buy gold physically and um just from a stock Holding standpoint,
0: and it's funny we get that question because we've talked about that a lot recently on the pod. Yeah, of like precious metals versus Bitcoin or like cryptos. So yeah, cryptos in a huge free fall right now. So, so I think the
1: pros is it's like real estate, right? It's a physical asset. It's there. You can't just it can't just disappear overnight and be gone. Um, I think maybe the only downside to that would be the liquidity. So it's like where you take that to get the cash. How fast can you get that cash? Because um, I mean, it backs the dollar. Right. Right? Yep. Or has um, support of the government and the dollar. I don't know, like all didn't the logistics like Nixon, behind like, that.
0: Yeah, he did something and that's some history I, stuff. Yeah, we yeah I did research. not pay attention in history class, yep, but not me.
1: Um yeah, so it's like like you know, if you own bit own Bitcoin, great. It could evaporate in a night. And we've seen so many examples of that so far. Let's not talk about it right now. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think pros and cons of that is it's a physical asset, it's there, um, it appreciates as well like as the in demand. other investments yeah, oh, yeah. do which is crazy to me thinking it's more, that it's just it's like more a,
0: of like an investment hedge you know it's just like
1: a, a metal like a pre, like it's, it's just crazy to me a, um, use it
0: for rings and things like yeah you know what i mean it's like what yeah. is its use case and just to
1: store a value my grandpa just bought this one stock that uh, it's a mining company but they do all precious metals so not just gold oh, so he likes precious metals as a whole and- um and so yeah
0: thanks uh Shelby Padgett for uh, asking that one. Ginger 969 on Instagram. It's got a great handle. That is. Loves dirt bikes.
1: What else we got? You want me to ask the next one? Yeah, fire away. All right. How do you manage business, kids, health, travel, and more? Also, I would love to know what systems you guys have in place for managing everything, content, apps, communication. You tackle the first part, and I'll tackle the second.
0: All right. So how to handle... Managing business, kids, health, travel, and more. Um, That's an interesting one. I've always, there's no perfect way to manage work-life balance. Let's just label it work-life balance. Um, Travel is a different thing. We don't go too far. So if we ever do travel, we're going just to Las Vegas on an airplane. And that's like an hour 20. So it's not as chaotic as you might think. Um, Traveling with kids, yeah, it's hard from One to three, younger than one, it's not too bad. Older than three, you can stick them on an iPad. So once again, not too bad. But how to manage all of that? um, I think what it really boils down to is if you have a significant other, collaboration and communication in that space. My wife and I have this, just within our relationship, there is a really healthy balance of her needs being met and my needs being met. And what comes with that is obviously some of me striving in my career. And what am I sacrificing? You know, same with her. Like, so in the last few years, we've really come to grips with fitness is important, health is important. So those almost come first more so than work and then our kids. So we prioritize health and fitness in our marriage. And it's really helped with the balance of everything else. Because I think that there's really something to be said for staying healthy, staying fit, um, in, in allowing one another to do that. So like our schedule, you know, she gets up and goes and works out from six to seven. And then my time to work out is from seven to eight or seven to nine, depending on what I have going on that day. You know, my workouts get missed if I schedule coffee meetings in the mornings. So Mm -hmm. it's always like finding that healthy balance of prioritizing fitness and working out my schedule and working out is like so many different things for people. Sometimes it's weightlifting. Sometimes it's running. Sometimes it's meditating. It's just kind of that time where you can kind of disconnect from society and have some one-on-one in your thoughts and things like that. So I don't think that there's one perfect answer for you guys that how do I balance it all? Um, but you just have to evaluate. You've got 12 to 18 hours in a day. And what is your best use of time? You know, what makes you happy?
1: And I think, a uh- important thing there's like talking to your partner about that and making sure that everyone's on the same page and like communication right, but, yep yep and
0: in um, one important thing that i think people miss i'm going to put myself in an age category here 20 to 30 or okay. around the 30 age mark is sometimes if you've been single for a long time and you get into a relationship; it's hard to sacrifice certain habits that you are used to. And I feel like in society, that's what we sometimes struggle with: is the sacrifice to get something greater and better. Yeah, it's it applies to work, it applies to fitness, it applies to a relationship. But there's a lot to be said for um, sacrifice. So giving up certain things to get to where you want to be. Yeah, you know, and sometimes that sacrifice is like, hey, you know what? I had a workout scheduled, but guess what? You go to yours instead because it was, I'm owning up. Like I had a mistake in the schedule yeah, and I'll take the punishment for that. Not relaying it on the other person. So hey,
1: pro tip guys, you're always wrong. All right. Yep. Um, so, and then Kerrigan also asked, what are the systems that we have in place for managing yes. your content? Lay apps it out for him, Riley. All right. So I'll start with content. So organization, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know if you mean like content storage or content planning or what that, what do you mean there? Let's just tackle content storage. So I I store everything by quarter. So I have my quarter one stuff, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. Um, So I have all my editing libraries saved in quarter one, all of the raw footage. um, Riley's
0: very organized, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, All of which works
1: really well with my systems as well. Yeah. As long as all of the final product videos, and then I have them all organized in folders, subfolders, whatever. And then we have a physical hard drive um, that I keep here at the office. And then for the quarter, I have a a mobile hard drive that I use, um, for editing. You know, if I go home with it, if I'm traveling, um, but every quarter I dump that onto our main drive here at the office. Um, but like content planning, I just run it through, I run it through my notes app and my phone. Um, so we're constantly coming up with ideas.
0: That is a huge thing for people that don't understand the power of what Apple's trying to do with just collaboration like you look at slack yeah it's great but we've really taken the notes app and yeah. turned it into like this great operating system for ourselves
1: i mean yeah like so i have a widget on my phone right there so that you can see the the notes widget here at the top <clears throat> um so i'm i'm always seeing it and we have collab notes so it'll notify me when blake edits it vice versa Dude, that
0: is so nice like even when we're test texting each other it'll pop up in the text yes. thread that you've made changes to the notes. And then when I click on it, it highlights what you it highlights changed. what you changed. Oh. So amazing. Guys. That's my favorite thing. Guys, the notes app.
1: So, but a lot of the content comes from inspiration that I see on social media from other people that are doing similar things that I like. Um, and then we put our, you know, our twist on it. A lot of things, in the beginning, a lot of it was questions I had about commercial real estate and, every, and all that other stuff. Um, and then obviously it's a lot of documenting. So you know, if Blake's in there working on something and he's like, Hey, my client just went through this, yada, yada, yada. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what that means. So we keep it pretty simple, but, um, our content is constantly flowing. Our ideas, I should say are constantly flowing. Um, there's never been a period where like, shoot, what are we going to film? It just, I don't know. I just, I've just developed a really good system and strategy of like writing down ideas. I'll brainstorm, like I'll brainstorm once a month for like an, even just an hour. And I come up with like 30 ideas and that's good for the month. But then I do that. So, but then it like adds up. So it's not like I never use them all and then run out. It's always, I'm always building. And then we'll do a video and it's like, Oh, let's talk about that next time. Yeah. constantly, um, apps, organization apps. We use Trello to store like passwords that we want or like that we all need to know.
0: Trello is a great resource for people that don't know it's out there because like, I think it, takes sticky notes to like a digital space like from an organizational structure to like even like calendar planning yeah like it puts it all in one place but like i said dude apple's stuff is getting better that i'm using certain features less and less yeah but it's it's all about what you use it's not about oh you have the coolest features it's like what use what you use and what works
1: yeah exactly and i don't know if it's my ocd or what but like i can't have an organization app I like. I physically won't even remember to open it. So on my desktop, I have the Apple Sticky Notes, and I type things out with arrows. And I'm like, I'm like, content needs edited. Content's done, ready to save, and then I move it on the desktop. What that content is. Show
0: the, the viewers what that is.
1: Oh yeah, I'll, I'll put Clip up a little in. thing there. And then I do like this piece of contents for quick bites. This piece of contents for Blake. This is you know. So I've got that system down to a T. Um, communication, flow. communication is really just. I mean, I message. I mean, we just text and it's like, hey, add this to this. And then I go to my notes and everything's organized in my notes app. I should say that's that's the, the Apple notes, the notes app, app is what I use most.
0: And on the most recent update, like the iOS update, mm-hmm. like they've even added more additional things that I don't think yeah. we even use yet. But it's oh, getting better. Yeah. Like the and Quick then note
1: yep. button. And then we uh, for Quick bites, we're using uh, the Google workspaces. So yes, all Google stuff. All Google. Um, but yeah, that's that question. Thanks Kerrigan. All right. Kerrigan's a golfer. He's like, he's yeah, like scratch. I golfer. didn't
0: know he was my neighbor, bro. Yeah, I like, guess. That's so funny. I've like seen his face a hundred times that's and funny. I'm like, where do I know him? And I see him driving. We'll like wave at each other sometimes <laughs> and then come to find out like a lot of history between us and all, all the worlds. That's Anyways, crazy.
1: All right. We need to have him out for a golf round, uh, he's, next year. Cause it's snowing. He's too good for me. He got good fast. Did he? He doc He kind of documented a journey, but it was like a year and you scratch. Oh no way! Jeez, but um, that's a lot of golf. Ask the ask me the question from Alex. El Hefe.
0: El Jefe. Um, what drives you guys to create good content like this? Like, how do you start in business, and also on how you overcome obstacles when they happen? but stay motivated.
1: Okay, so what drives us to make good content? Well, first of all, I'm a content creator. I love to do it. Um, And obviously, that's what you hired me for. Right. So that's a driving factor for me, uh, keeping my job (laughs) um, and building something. He's
0: doing a good job. Um, But you're not getting a raise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But um, what motivates us to make good content? I mean, we see the value in I think it's like
0: telling the story as well as it's fun to have a video do well because it's well, and it's not about like the likes or the comments necessarily it's and I, I freaking use this example all the time. It's a Kardashian effect. Yeah. If you have more attention than your competitor, (laughs) you will succeed. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, but guess what? We try and put out only good stuff, but to get to the next level, you have to have some contradictory opinions because if you're always making people happy on both sides of the spectrum, then you should just go sell ice cream because you'd be really good at it. Yeah. You're not you gotta doing some You got right. to piss some people off.
1: Yeah. That's one thing about TikTok is before you develop like a hundred thousand followers plus good fan base, like it's all hate for the first hundred thousand followers. Yeah, like it's all hate. Hundred percent. Like we get ten comments and they're all negative, and it's just funny because that's like how TikTok <laughs> like, is. Dude,
0: who's spending the time to do that? Like that's I, what I don't get.
1: I, I read them and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, but you know, um, them, it's just funny. funny. Um, and then how do we stay motivated while overcoming obstacles? Um. It's, I just, it tell the, the
0: story of last month and us shooting content, how it just was like painful to yeah, try and well, get me to participate in shooting content. Cause it was like, it's just out of rhythm and ideas weren't flowing well, but guess what? We still did
1: it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the thing that I use is like, I'm always keeping, I'm always going with like the end in mind. Right, not the end necessarily, but like what am I striving towards? What am I working towards? And it's like I'd use the analogy of like let's say you're fishing, right? Let's say your rod breaks, but like your line's still out in the lake. You're gonna keep fishing. Maybe your like rod's like going down the line, like Mm -hmm. you're catching that fish. The fish is what you want. You don't care if your rod breaks. Yeah, it sucks, but it's like it's the end goal. That's so true. So like with. With like our content and how, so it was just like, you know, so last month I was like, Blake, we got to film. Blake was like, ah, I'm just, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to stand in my
0: office going Blake, here's all these 20 ideas I came up (laughs) with. Okay, fine. We'll film.
1: Which is totally understandable when you're doing it a lot. It's like, oh, can I just have a break? But when we're producing so much content, we have an end goal in mind. It's like, this is what we need to do to get there. That's how my, that's how my brain works. And that's how I keep, that's how I stay motivated is like that's what i told charlie this morning i was like i have a goal i know where i need to go and i know what it takes right so i'm just gonna do those those things and yes there's things that happen whatever but like it's almost kind of like driving mario kart and there's like a banana in front of you like all right you swerve and you get back on track like takes you off for a second but just that end in mind i don't know staying focused i I sound like a broken record no but
0: but it's truthful because it's i think that's. What has allowed you to excel in your career is like the persistence. Yeah. I think is because you're always learning something, you know, and you're not always going to be perfect and there's going to be days that suck and people are just lazy as hell sometimes and they, they try to find any excuse to get out and to quit and to walk away. Sometimes there's decent reasons to quit something and start something new.
1: Like my day trading. Yeah. Like I sucked at it. Yeah, like I just didn't have the time allocation (laughs) to. Nor the history,
0: you eighteen-year-old. You got Um, no history.
1: Yes. Now, when
0: you're like thirty, you're gonna be like, okay, I watched the crash in 2022. I feel what a recession's like. Yeah,
1: this is chart better. This is great experience for me from an adult standpoint. Like, I'm living in the world now. Yeah. On my own. And going through this, so it's
0: KZB might have some job cuts here coming up soon. Hopefully See you, not. Charlie. No,
1: <laughs> um. All right. Um. Brent, I think Brendan. Brendan Porter.
0: Porter. So, story behind Brendan. Him and I went to high school together. Okay. Or middle school, actually. Um, and we've always been buds on social media since. We haven't seen each other in person in a couple years now, but we always talk stocks, and it's funny. It's super funny, but it's he's got really good insight because he's really good at charting too. Oh, so really? To you.
1: Yeah. All right. So not sure how personal you're willing to get, but I'm wondering what holdings you currently have in either your Roth IRAs or taxable brokerage accounts and the percentage of allocations. If not, if that's your personal, maybe you could do Okay. So do you want to go over like your top five holdings in your account?
0: Yeah. Let's just go rip through my account of what I own. I'm going to go through uh, my IRA first. I'm going to just go my, so I go traditional brokerage. I ran into not being allowed to have a Roth IRA a couple of years ago due to income situation. Um, Yes, you can backdoor into a Roth IRA, but I just felt like um, if I start investing in compound my growth over the next 40 years till I'm 70, it's, I'm not going to need a retirement account. So what are the benefits of locking your money up?
1: Do you have an SEP?
0: Yes, I have an employee SEP account. Do you? And I contribute, I contribute the like you my 3% a lot. and then, well, it, you have like a $17,000 maximum per year that you can write off oh. contributing to that. So, I mean, yes, that's good money. That's, 17 a grand. Lot, that's a lot of money if it adds up in compounds over time. So I have one of well, those, but IRA it's, like six it's smaller, you know, yeah. um, But let's just go my traditional brokerage. So my top holdings, and it has been since the day I started investing, what do you think it is? Apple, baby. Nope. I own a lot of Apple stock and I, out of my traditional brokerage, even out of all of it, I would say it's a solid 30% of all of my brokerage accounts. So on this account, it's 28% of my portfolio which is a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> For one holding. Um, just ripping through the stocks. Apple, Amazon, Nvidia, Tesla, Coinbase, Meta, Win. Just by the Qs, man. I'm a big gambler, <laughs> but I threw a few of them out that I don't like. Just by the Qs. <laughs> um, Palantir. It's not in the Qs. Um, PayPal, Albertsons, yeah, Costco, Albertsons. Endeavor. And Costco. Endeavor. For those of you that don't know, Endeavor Group, um, it's the group that owns the UFC super bullish on the UFC the next 10 years. Okay. Uh, Matterport heavy investor in Matterport. I'm bullish down. Um, I'm losing my ass on that stock right now, but, um, I think they get acquired eventually for like double their share price. And that's when I'll get my payout. Starbucks, huge Starbucks investor, Drink those $5 pumpkin spice lattes. Those fucking things. Starbucks, Ford, Wells Fargo, Salesforce, Microsoft, Restoration Hardware, Cellularity, which is another stock that's kind of- You would own Restoration Hardware. I wish I would have bought RH when I bought my couch for my house because then I could have bought five couches. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like once I'm married and- And then DraftKings. So basically, as you can hear by all of those- I use about 90% of the companies I own. I actually like participate in. I watch every UFC fight. I buy it. I buy Starbucks. I use Matterport. I drive a Ford. I bank with Wells Fargo. It's crazy. I don't use Salesforce. I use Microsoft. I have an RH couch, cellularity. I'm into that, DraftKings.
1: That's crazy.
0: I don't know if there's any that I don't test. I don't own a Tesla.
1: Come on, man. But that's okay. But you have Twitter, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I own some Twitter, yep.
1: But like you use Twitter as well. Oh, I use Twitter, that's right.
0: Um, so yeah, my investment thesis is buy into companies that you use and in, in especially if you're not into the, like the trading and the charting and all that stuff, like stuff that interests you. Like I like to upgrade my phone every year because I use it for not only social media, but I want to support the investments I'm in. Yeah, you know, true. Whether it's one iPhone I'm buying, you know, they sold like $80 billion worth of iPhones in the last year or something. But anyways, um, back to the question. That is what I am invested in. In my top five to 10 stocks for the future opportunity, um, I'm not going to go that deep because I think that I could get myself in some hot water. Just say <laughs> you're not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor, advisor you're not but buy Apple, don't trade
1: it. Yeah, no for That's sure. That's all I'm
0: going to leave you guys at. You guys hear what I'm invested in. I think uh that uh, that is some pretty decent info, but like I said, every almost every one of the stocks I'm invested in, like I either own a some a product they make yeah. or I use their service. Yeah. Costco? Oh, here's a little Costco. Don't buy their milk. Why? I've had it happen 3 times now. So this is a, I love Costco. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But Costco, fix your milk problem. The last six months, three times I've gotten home with milk that says it's still good, smells and reeks and like mildewy, like old. And my wife hit the nail on the head. It's probably when they're processing it from place to place, it gets too warm. Yeah. So then it curdles. And then it gets cold again. So Costco, fix your milk problem.
1: Yeah, that's bad. At that's least I do like piece the of content. returns and shit, but still. Yeah, but do mind. I want
0: to drive no. <laughs> back to Costco for $4? No, like, Yo, exactly. I have better things to do with my time, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Maybe I'll trade it out for one of those rotisserie chickens <laughs> or four hot dogs. <laughs> oh, Love you, Costco. Hard.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go over my IRA, oh. my Roth. Um, I actually, <laughs> I only maxed it out one year and then I quit contributing. Time value, money. Anyway. <clears throat> so I'm not I'm not contributing to an IR, uh, to a retirement account at the moment. Okay. Granted, I'm 20, so I'm like, eventually I will. Yeah. Even and if I 25. start at twenty five, yeah. Cool.
0: You'll be plenty fine.
1: But so I got my Roth IRA. Um <clears throat> uh, I got some Apple in there, which like is it. kind of interesting. I have some Apple, I have the Qs, I have SPY, and then I have Spy So G. what
0: is what is the Qs? <clears throat> you mentioned this earlier. What are the Qs? QQQ. Q, Q.
1: So it's just a, a the tech
0: index fund or an ETF. In,
1: well it's like it a on the spot. Fuck. Riley's nervous. I mean what's it's an index. It's an index. It's so an it's an just ETF. a pool of it's funds. Yeah. Yep. Um, well because what? ETFs are ETFs are traded intraday and mutual funds are traded at the end of the day. Or it's vice versa. Yeah, I don't know. One or the other. But yeah, then isn't the, there, is there a management fee on the Qs? The Qs, there's not.
0: Okay, so it's just indexed off of all of the stocks. It's point oh five
1: percent Yeah. But it's like, okay. Yeah. um, Yeah, so... So the Qs continue. The Qs and then obviously just SPY. Qs
0: is like the top stock or the top tech. Tech right? stocks, yeah. yeah.
1: It's like Tesla, Amazon, all that crap. Apple, Facebook.
0: Yeah. The um, FANG
1: stocks. And then... I got Spy G, which that is a 0.04 percent management fee, but
0: that's not bad. That's you, fine. Spy G,
1: what? Yeah, Spy G is almost fifty percent of my IRA. Um, then let's go to my regular account, my main port, as I call it. Dude, this I I, don't, I haven't looked at this in a while, and I'm oh. not happy about this.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, I shouldn't have checked. So
1: it. my biggest holding is. It's actually Amazon, right now. Um, So Amazon and Spy G's right below it. So Amazon Spy G, um, and then what else we got here? (sighs) Amazon Spy G, uh, Tesla, Uber. I'm very bullish on Uber. Ooh. Nvidia, um, Coke, um, Ford. I have a little bit of DraftKings. I love. Um, I love DraftKings too. uh, Blink Charging, love Blink Charging. Um And then Abbey V, um, Biopharmaceutical. Yes. Kramer's Shout out bullish Camille. on Abbey. Yeah. Um, and then what else? And oh, Estee yeah. Lauder. I have some cellularity as well. Yes. But yeah, Don't no, like my, my my account is... Don't look at oh, it. boy, right. swiping out of that. But yeah, I would say my main investments I like are Amazon, Spy G. I haven't really found a stock where I'm just like, oh, my God, I love this.
0: And you haven't like, been charting a, a ton. And we're in a very, very bearish market right now
1: yeah so right now my charting would work right now if i were to go chart stuff it would be like okay these are two to three year plays ah. that's how my strategy charting strategy works and plays out right which is fine unless you're impatient so it's like what i want to do is put like a thousand bucks into like five stocks that i find that are like, all right, two years and just leave and them. And just leave them. And I then like in, that. In five years, it's like, oh, shit. It's 20 well, grand. we
0: were going to start a little fund. and, and will to push,
1: press pause on that. Pause until we'll March. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do it, though.
0: But we'll do it. We, just, we decided to invest in Quick Bytes Media instead.
1: Yeah, you guys are going to be seeing a lot of that. <laughs> get used that. to these faces. Yeah, get used to this face and Blake, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm documenting everything. It's going to be exciting. So you guys are going to see us build... Quick bites from the ground up. Yes. Or I guess me and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Quick bites media. It's all about that short, sweet stuff. Short and sweet. Yeah. No five hour shoot days and six week planning phases. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting that shit done, people. Yes. Efficient highly with a great efficient. product as well, though. Highly not,
0: effective, highly efficient.
1: We're not sacrificing quality. Not at all. Nope. Just quality. Quick, quality. Efficient quantity yep so we are
0: thanks for listening and
1: uh yeah we're gonna tag all the the people in the micro pieces that we post i'll tag them all yep thank Um, you guys for the
0: questions and if you guys have more
1: lay it on us lay it on us yeah